the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I know what you're trying to say, baby. You're trying to say, oh, yeah, it's business time. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. You hear the music. It means the man himself is round. Dr. Jeff Rosen, chief economist with briefing.com, here to talk the economy with us. And this is a big one. Dr. Jeff, how are you? Oh, pretty good of yourself. I'm good. Am I making too much out of this Friday jobs report? Because it seems like no, everything the Fed not. No, good. Okay. Right. Now, I think that the make or break of a rate hike decision is going to be coming from that report. Is it too obvious? Yeah. What do you mean? Since Wall Street already knows. Like, if we get a number of 160,000 jobs created, um, that's not good enough. And maybe that pushes us back into next year or late this year. If we get 260, is it too if I'm able to say that, is it too widely known and already almost built in? You would hope so. I mean, if you look at the futures market, they're still looking at December as the most likely outcome for the first rate hike. And it hasn't changed much over the last couple of weeks. Uh, the 10-year hasn't moved at all over the last you know, few days, last probably t- almost a week now. Uh, it's staying around 2.2%. Uh, it looks like people are coming into the idea that, you know, we don't know anything until Friday. You know, we're, we're going to keep things relatively stable until then. So you know, I don't know how much of, you know, a rate hike is, is priced in, but, you know, I do think that uh, everybody's looking for it and looking for that to be the key indicator. What do you think, and I know you're an economist and not a stock guy, but what do you think the market reacts uh, <laughs> yeah, the market doesn't move on fundamentals, you know, that we've seen over the last few years. So I don't know. You know, you could say that if we have a good jobs report, uh, implies a rate hike, and the market goes down because they, you know, look at rising rates, and you, and you have a shift to to uh, risk-free assets uh, because you're getting more yield out of them. You could say that uh, a good jobs report is positive for the market because it means the U.S. economy is not depressed that the global uh, concerns that were heightened by some of these PMI reports are not flowing through, at least yet, to the U.S. You could say that a bad report could produce a very good stock market because it delays a, a rate hike. Uh, there's, there's so many things that you could, you could say and, and probably argue it correctly. It's just you know, the market itself is it's, its own mechanism. It's its own machine. It does what it wants. Uh, you know, in the near term, in the long term, you would expect things to move, you know, in line with GDP growth. But 
you know, on a week-to-week, day-to-day, you know, basis, there are so many things that can change and cause volatility that I, I couldn't tell you what the market's going to do based on the report. Okay. What do you expect? Well, I'm expecting a good report. You know, I'm expecting uh, above consensus uh, job growth, um, you know, 230, you know, probably right around there in terms of payrolls. Uh, unemployment rate to stay relatively the same, possibly tick up a little bit. Uh, we had an interesting report that came out last week that was buried within the uh, consumer confidence numbers. Now, okay. if you've heard me talk, you know, multiple times, I tell you that these confidence numbers are basically useless. They don't predict much. But uh, this one was kind of interesting in the fact that they asked people if they've seen uh, a pickup in available jobs. Basically, are jobs the same, jobs plentiful, or are the jobs hard to get? And for the first time since 2007, you had more people saying that jobs were plentiful as opposed to saying that jobs are tough to get. Now, if that's really the case and people are really seeing a big influx of job openings, and we've seen that in the JOLTS report, but if people are actually noticing it, we would expect to see some of the people that left because they were discouraged because they couldn't find a job to start filtering back into the into the system, which could boost up the unemployment rate. Now, this is a story that we've been talking about for you know probably two or three years now saying, oh, these discouraged workers are going to come back, the unemployment rate's going to go up, that's a good thing, not a bad thing. But if you look at these kind of odd, you know, esoteric sentiment numbers, you know, it does give you a little hope. But I think the big number is the hourly earnings. You know, the Fed's looking to see if we can get inflation growth, if there's a pickup in, uh, in wages. And right now that's been weak. And if the job market is tightening, it would mean that employers have to boost wages to attract talent, you would expect to see hourly earnings start to rise. So I think that, you know, the headline is one thing, but I think the Fed's really going to pay attention to that hourly earnings number. Uh, you add it together with the headline payroll number, add in the average work week, you'll get an aggregate earnings number. If we get aggregate earnings above 06 to 0.8%, which would be, uh, you know, basically give you consumption growth without changing uh, the savings rate of around 3%, yeah, you know, I think things would be good. I think that you would see the Fed lean heavily towards a rate hike in, in September. I love hearing you talk. Let's change the topic slightly to productivity, even though I think it does tie into what you're talking about. Um, it seems like the productivity numbers that came out this morning were great, but there's a trend that is not positive in the, in the productivity numbers. What did you see? It was a good quarter. You know, the number clearly exceeded expectations. You had a major jump in output, and a lot of that we saw last week when the GDP numbers came out. Uh, unit labor costs were negative, which is good for businesses, bad for people. But, uh, you know, it implies that businesses do have the ability to raise wages because the costs aren't aren't there to, 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 to not raise wages. So, you know, things are looking good, but you, know, you look at it in, in a sense, and it's just one quarter. You know, previous quarters have been weak. If you look at the year-over-year numbers, we're only at uh, 0.7%, which is well below the 2% that you would like to see over uh, over a trend. I mean, really, what you look at productivity is productivity growth plus labor growth is your GDP numbers. And if you have productivity growth of 3%, you could have no labor. You have GDP above, you know, at 3%. Productivity growth of 2% and a normal labor growth of, of 1% gives you GDP of 3%. So, 
you know, the productivity on the year-over-year number is, is pretty weak. So you know, if we can start seeing a better trend, you know, I, I would be much more, uh, you know, enthusiastic than what we saw in terms of just one report. The private payroll ADP numbers came out today. You don't put a lot of merit in that. You're looking at the BLS numbers on Friday more so. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the ADP numbers, you know, it is what it is. It's not, you know, an actual number by itself. It's basically um, Moody'sEconomy.com's forecast of the private payroll number that's going to come out not on Friday, but actually three months from now. They're forecasting what the final private payroll number is based on, uh, you know, some factors from uh, some lags of the BLS numbers along with some of the proprietary information that they do get from ADP on the number of people on the ADP payroll. But their forecast has been generally pretty bad. Uh, I don't take too much of it as, you know, something to look at. Uh, so, you know, it's one person's forecast out of the consensus of 100 you could take it at that and, and go with it from there. Okay. Anything else that you're working on right now, Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist, Briefing.com, that you think we should be made aware of? Yeah, and pay attention to yields. You know, when you have these topsy-turvy equity markets, you know, it, it doesn't tell you what's going on in the economy. But if you look at the yields, at least you get a better sense of what the major uh, players in, uh, you know, in economic growth you know, are looking at. And right now, yields are pretty flat at 2.2% on the 10-year. Uh, the spread between the 2 and, and the 10 has narrowed a little bit. Uh, you know, that's what would tell me if economic growth trends are weakening or if economic growth trends are strengthening or if things are just moving as they are, you know, in, in, a, in a flat way. So, you know, right now, I'm not seeing a big move in yields. I'm not seeing those, you know, that have too much of an impact. So I'm, I'm pretty content on where things are. Okay. Um, inflation in the United States, is it going to start showing its head? Because it seems like that's the last thing the Fed really wants to see. But worldwide commodity prices have collapsed this year. So yeah. will we see inflation? Uh, not in the near term. Uh, and the Fed's not looking in the near term, obviously. They're looking at a way of getting back to the 2% inflation threshold in the medium term. Medium term could be, you know, a year or so from now. Uh, I'm not seeing it at that. You know, until we start seeing wage growth where we could start seeing businesses try to demand a little bit more money for the products, uh, things are going to slow. And the underlying prices, you know, PPI levels are, are weak. The underlying commodity prices are low and they're, and they're falling. So, you know, as that factors through, it doesn't give an incentive to the producers to, to drive up prices because uh, there's no cost to push inflation. Now, if you look at uh, the, the dollar value, the dollars appreciated, meaning that the goods that we're buying from overseas cost less, another knock against you know inflation growth. So I don't see it right now. I think the Fed is hoping. You know, I think that wage number will give them some indicator of what's going on or what the potential is going to happen in the near term. But uh, you know, right now, you know, unless we see a big you know gain in wages, inflation growth is going to be slow and steady at you know, these basically non-inflationary trends. Thanks very much. It's Dr. Jeff Rosen with briefing.com telling us like it is and what we need to know as far as where we are in the cycle, economically speaking, with the Fed Reserve, with inflation. 
Um, there's so much going on at this point in time with markets and I think the two biggest stories, China and interest rates, and he's on top of the interest rate story. He thinks it's coming. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.